<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. Oh. I was a little one. A little, a little slurp. One. Yep. So it occurred to me that you've been doing that since episode one. Slurping in some fashion yeah. or another? Yeah. I went back and listened, and you do it in the first fucking episode. I thought it came, like, later, but it didn't. Maybe as a regular thing, but I may have... It, we we were introduced to the slurp. And number one. one. Mm-hmm. I was a stat. That was really like I was like, really? He's I had doing a plan it? the whole time. I was like, here's my character. <laughs> this is what I do. He slurps coffee. Mm-hmm. Real fucking asshole of a guy. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Ah, welcome to you and to you. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple weeks now since the last one. Yes, two or three weeks. Yeah. I have a pimple coming up right under the orbit of my eye. Under your eyes and it orbit. Just hurts so bad. I hate the ones where, yeah, you know it's you know it's coming and it's what There's are you gonna do about you it? Nothing you can do. Nope. Nothing. Nada, nada, nada. Not a damn thing. This is gonna look terrible. I'm gonna look like Edward James almost. Everyone's gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. Have you ever seen Carrie? There's one we haven't no, talked about. That's a you haven't seen that. God damn it, Cameron. I've heard this the Adam Sandler hit album from the 90s what i forget the name of it it may be called they're all gonna laugh at you but this, it's just oh, one of those is, dumb yeah. sketches where does he talk about carrie or does i don't do know oh. i don't think so okay so anyway tired. yeah this is we're, gonna be kind of a low-key one yeah we're both a little fucked up right now uh-huh you had a long weekend mm-hmm. of work yep i did too i didn't work yesterday but i worked the previous two days. Yeah. I got a raise. Hell yeah. Yeah. Making more money. Mm-hmm. What about you? What do you got going on? Um, <laughs> man, uh, that maintenance required light on my car oh, is looming no. over me hard. <laughs> do you know what it is? Mm, well, I took it in uh, maybe half a year ago, and they said it could wait a while, but it was going to be super expensive when I did fix it. What is it? Um, Like one of the the piston things isn't firing right or is like super caked up with carbon (laughs) and um something along those lines and i guess it's a very expensive fix i'm thinking about getting a second opinion but these guys are always good to me so i don't know yeah you never know who you can trust Mm. in the world of car mechanics they're all kind of scumbags no that's not true i don't want to say that i've been blacklisted Uh oh yeah. All of our fucking car mechanic fan base. Yep, gone. Gone. All yeah. that goodwill we fostered. Mm-hmm. Fucking gone. Wasted fosterment. So word. <laughs> dink. <laughs> dink is a word I want to bring yep. back. Uh, Let's get into it. I guess. Yeah. Man... It's been a little bit since we've done news, mm-hmm. so we got to talk about the fucking turd in the middle of the room. What a fucking piece of shit this movie was. I think... People are going to be under the impression that we're that we're recording. I almost said shooting. That we're shooting this at three a.m. But we're not. It's it is, it is. Well, I didn't wake up very long ago. Okay, there's that. Because I'm still like even on my days off, I try to keep the same schedule mm-hmm. as my work week. Yeah, it's important. And I work third shift. For those who don't know, third shift. Third shift. Mm-hmm. It really is. And so now I'm just tired. Yeah, I don't have a very good excuse. You're just a piece of garbage. Yep. Anyway. Turd in the room. Well, let's talk about the turd in the room. Mm Mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman. Mm Mm-hmm. I can sum up how stupid this movie is in one (laughs) sentence. Okay. Your mother's name is Martha. My mother's name is Martha. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Me, too. We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> so fucking. We both have mothers. Oh, so stupid. Um, so 
boneheaded. Yeah, the mo- I was checked out by that point. I was just watching it for like it's not that I wasn't paying attention. I was watching it more for uh, the spectacle. Yeah, garbage value. Because um, I have said this time and time again, and I think it's been proven without a shadow of a doubt now. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder can shoot a pretty movie. Sure. He cannot tell a story. I th- Especially, um, it, I don't know who wrote the script. It wouldn't surprise me if it was like 20 people. But um, There were a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Okay. Not surprising. But, you know, obviously with Watchmen, which I think is a pretty decent movie, and 300, you've got p- stories that you already know work. Right. I mean, they're pretty straightforward adaptations. Right. The, I would say Watchmen is so close to the book that it even suffers at times because of it. I think so. It's almost the exact same. It's kind of weird. And I'm actually one of those people who is in full support of the Switch. Like, no giant squid monster. Mm-hmm. I, like, I love the idea of it being Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, I like that be. idea a lot. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Um... So that was good. Mm-hmm. However, this was just such a fucking mishmash of garbage. Mm-hmm. It. All right, let's talk about the positives. Well, there were a few I, positives. real real quick, I want to tell you the moment that I checked out, okay. and we'll come back to it later because I'm sure we're gonna touch on some of this stuff. The not the nightmare sequence itself with a K, LOL. The, the nightmare, the flash part. When that happened, after it happened, I was looking around the theater, arms outreached. Like, did you guys, huh? It, like, I I was so confused and it's so bewildered. Out of place. Well, I just, I mean, we'll talk more about this later. I mean, obviously, it refers to something specific that I found out about later. But to me, this is... Um, also, this is just chock full of fucking spoilers, I guess. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> I just... I mean, there's not... I don't know if there's much to spoil in terms of story. It's like, Superman dies, but he doesn't die, obviously. He, right. He gets badly injured for about five minutes, and then and by the end... put him in the ground, and then he comes back out. You can assume so. Right. Right. So anyway, back to what you were saying. All right. <clears throat> the good. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. Ironic. Don't you Surprises think? Surprises us all. I No, because I said he was going to be good. Well, um, I thought he let's, let's check the tape, Mike, shall we? I did not bring it with me. <laughs> we go back and I actually have no announced. idea what you said. <laughs> I would th- I'm pretty sure that I said that I was in favor of it. Yeah. Um, honestly, for my own part, uh, I keep myself extremely safe by saving all opinions for the actual performance, which was fine. But it's just funny that all the hoopla of over him being, over him, yeah. and he was the best part of the movie. He really is. Well, I think he's one of the best parts. Okay, I think Gal- I, I, I I think he was the best part. I think but. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman may be the best part. Yeah, just because with as little screen time as she has. She do a lot. She do a lot, mm-hmm. and it's good. Um, like it you, makes you, me excited for a Wonder Woman. Movie. You weren't excited about Aquaman, and you didn't think he was kind of the best I'm part. Slap your stupid face when he swims out and says, "Oh, look, it's the the Alvin submarine." <laughs> I wonder, doesn't he destroy it or something? I don't know. He, like with an ma- angry look on his face, like, like "Get out of here!" Angry bubble voice or whatever the fuck he did. <laughs> I think he tried to say something. Did he try to say? Um, That's about it. Mm -hmm. As far as good stuff. Yeah. It looks nice. The Batman stuff is cool. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Irons is a pretty decent Alfred. Yeah, he was definitely... He was like a combination of... If you take uh, Michael Caine out of the equation and go with the... Tim Burton Alfred mm-hmm. and the Alfred in the Gotham series. Okay, yeah. Who's a very, like, still very virile human being. Yeah. I feel like if you combine those, you get Jeremy sure. Irons' depiction. Yeah. Um, I thought the Batmobile looked great. Yep. I mean, like, again, it's all, all the Batman stuff I was cool with. Well, except for one thing. He's just 
fucking murdering people. He's just killing people. In things other than the nightmare sequence? Yeah. Okay. He blows that dude up. The, the, the fi- flamethrower backpack or whatever. I missed that part. He, or I yeah, don't remember it. He blows the dude. I mean, he's just killing people. Mm-hmm. I also don't like the fact that he's just running around Gotham branding people. and Yeah. I that was a little it, weird. I think a lot of the Batman choices not made by Ben Affleck, but like mm-hmm. that are, exist within story context. Like are, the voice thing? I don't actually hate that. Okay. I don't hate it, but I think it... Why? You know? Well, because of how much shit Christian Bale got, probably. It's, so to make it the make it the fault of a mechanical thing, mm-hmm. you know, make it like, oh, that's why his voice sounds stupid. Which I didn't think his voice sounded stupid. I'm just saying, like, any any criticism, you know, lobbed at like, oh, the voice of Batman. Well, now it's like, well, it's a mechanical thing, so you know, he's yeah. disguising his voice. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I mean, it's about time. I think that we had something like that, even though you know Kevin Conroy never had to. That's what I'm saying. To me. I understand you can't sound the same, but there's there's a good middle ground between you know Michael Keaton performance and Christian Bale's, where you're not talking in your normal speaking voice, but you okay. don't you don't sound ridiculous. Yeah, maybe. Well, the only one that I can think of, no, because even even Kevin Conroy, I mean, he's speaking; it's the same voice. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know that we've actually gotten a good. That's what I'm saying is that Ben Affleck is a proper actor. I feel like he could have pulled it off, you know, something. Well, and I think that there's just kind of an effect filter over his voice. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's very far off from what he would have done. Sure. It's gravelly, and you know, I think it sounds decent. Mm-hmm. Um. That's it. Oh, well, all right. Unpopular opinion. Mm -hmm. I didn't think Jesse Eisenberg was that bad. Oh, yeah, that's a highly... In in my own... In in the multitude in my mind, that is a very unpopular opinion. I just think that... And I only say that because it's so different from what anybody else had done with the character. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like if the tone of the movie had been a little less deadly serious... It wouldn't have been so out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has those things working against it, but I don't think that it's the worst thing in the movie. I just, I was just annoyed. Okay. The whole time. Sure. And it, it was just so kooky. Well, I and think that's the point, isn't it? It's for him to be that. Like, I guess, fucking... but, and I kept thinking, like, well, I'm not supposed to like him, but there's a difference between not liking a villain <laughs> and being just annoyed by being a villain. Beat down by him. <laughs> right. And the whole scene where he's, like, giving his speech and it, like, goes astray and his, you know, just his delivery. And you could tell, you know, you need to be a, uh, a fedora. Um, wearing the- theater kid, basically, who's like trying out all their new words or whatever. Yeah, that's that's what you need to be. But at the same time, it's it was just grating. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I'm just, I was just happy to see something other than the real estate mogul, or you know, like sure. I mean, the thing that Kevin Spacey and Gene Hackman had done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just thought it was different. Um, let's talk about the bad. <laughs> It is 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Yeah. Well, I feel like um, you might have had a decent... And we talk a lot about editing. Yeah. (laughs) We talk about uh, that this could have... I mean, easily, a 90-minute movie. Well, here's the thing about that as well. It was just announced that it was originally a four-hour cut. Mm Mm-hmm. That just seems irresponsible. Like, uh, let's be real for a minute. That mm-hmm. seems really fucking irresponsible from a filmmaking standpoint. Sure. Like, I don't give a fuck how much money they're giving you. I don't care, you know, how much you they're say, go ahead and play in the sandbox. You don't make a fucking four-hour cut of a movie. You, you have to know. Like, at, at the fundamentals of filmmaking, you have to know that there is no way you can ever sell anything like that. Even Even if you know, okay, it can't be four hours... You can't even have a cut that long. Like, it just seems like you have no idea what you're doing if your first cut is four hours long. I can see that. I, there is part of me that wonders if it was done as, like, it wasn't even considered a rough cut. It was just, this. We we're, 
we're proposing a four-hour cut of Batman versus Superman, or I hope not, because I've heard of ridiculously long cuts for you know things like Apocalypse Now and all these other things that, like, obviously it didn't end up being. I mean, that Apocalypse long. Now was a was a no, that wasn't Kubrick, was it? Coppola. Coppola, that's mm-hmm. right. Coppola, the wine guy. <laughs> Coppola. Schwartzman's uncle. One of his first movies, though, right? No. Um, this was post-Godfather 2. Was it? Okay. What, what, what I'm saying is is that, regardless I, of any other examples, I'm just wondering if three-hour cut or four-hour cut may have been just well, something rough. The, and the they difference weren't... is Coppola's a genius. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's just... it's. And maybe it is. I mean, maybe it is similar, because that was just so unwieldy... And, you know, like, I mean, they really, like, uh, Apocalypse Now, I mean, has a kind of a famous history, right? Of sure. being like, but, but we didn't really hear that about the production of Batman vs. Superman. Of it going on too long. Right. And, yeah. I mean, it just, the editor just said, you know, that there were a lot of other storylines, and it's just like, how? Okay, well, see, I, I totally agree with you there, in that, um... If there was so much other stuff that had been shot and total things that were completely left out of the final cut, not just shortened, right. then yeah, that's different. And they wasted a lot of resources. I mean, and they also shot a cut or at least enough material to warrant them releasing a rated R version on when it comes out on video. Right. And it's just kind of like, how? Yeah. How can this movie be so deadly serious that you have to have a rated R version of it. Like, I mean, it's just, you're missing the fucking point. And that's that you need to make a good movie, you know? Well, yeah, and it's just like they're trying so hard not to be Marvel, and it's just like you're focusing on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they still want to build a cinematic universe, then do what fucking Marvel did. Take your time. Nobody's going to fucking fault you for taking your time. Right. You know? It just, it seems so prideful. I, and that may not be the case, but that's what it seems like. It seems like, well, they did it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Who knows what the actual reasons for not... I mean, we'll never know. Yeah. But it does seem very much like, well, you know, this worked for them, but we're not going to do it like that because we're different. And everything they've done has just been so fucking joyless and so super serious. And now we're just left with... I don't want to see a Justice League movie. Yeah. I if it's care. more the same, then... I'm excited for a solo Batman movie. Yeah. Which was announced. Right. The whole... The one written by Ben Affleck. And who... Starring and directing. Has a Robin. pedigree. Yeah, and yeah, and who is a good director. Right. But here's the thing. Marvel? They kept changing directors. They still change directors. They didn't let fucking Joss Whedon direct five movies. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder will have directed Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and both Justice League movies. What the fuck? It's it's too much for any one man. Like, it's just... It's just... It, it's just mind-bending. Then, let's talk about... Let's get back to Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. It is just... I'm, like... There are parts about it that I'm like, okay, this makes sense. I mean, I think the setup of why they're fighting... Of Bruce being, you know, being afraid of this, you know, that this can happen again and that this guy can't be trusted. That makes sense at its core, right? Mm -hmm. Right. We can agree on that. Yeah, I've... Yeah, go ahead. Then, by the time we get to, our moms are named Martha, and Doomsday? Give me a fucking break. It's just so much. In terms of believability? Yeah. But, uh, like, when we get to that third act... This is the last 25 minutes of the movie, and, and Superman sacrificing himself, and, and the Krypton kryptonite spear, and, mm-hmm. and all this shit. I'm just like, nope, no, I'm done. I'm so fucking done. I'm, yeah. I just can't with this fucking movie anymore. I, oh my gosh. There's just so much to unpack with everything. Yeah. But um, I was having trouble really buying the, that any of their... Their, their, the differences in their perspectives on what they do would lead to a physical 
you know, conflict. Right. And I've, I could understand them not liking each other, but I never got on board with the fact that they felt like they needed to fight it out. And that really was hammered home for me that they had to force it, you know, the writers, right. by, you know, Superman, uh, Superman's mother's in trouble or whatever. Right. And I thought it was hilarious that while Superman is trying to calm Batman down, he's also aggressively walking towards him like, like I'm going to fight you. Like, right. we don't need to fight, but blah, like just saying we don't need to fight, but not doing anything to actually, because it's Superman. He doesn't have to fight Right, he anybody. doesn't have to do shit. And that the one of the coolest scenes in the movie, which is Batman taking out all the people holding Martha. Right. That could have easily been done by Superman himself in less time. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Batman kick the crap out of people. Sure. But this is the problem when you have Superman involved in anything. He can do it himself quicker and more efficiently, and it's more boring. Exactly. So that's that's always going to be your problem when you're dealing with Superman. And that's yeah. why Marvel Universe isn't going to run into this, because they don't have a character like Superman, because they're a little smarter. A little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, and it's just... It, when you have a 70% drop in your box office between the first and second weekend, I mean... The people have spoken. It's time to go back to formula a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but they're still... I mean, they're still going for it, and it's just kind of like, uh, maybe you should rethink some Justice League stuff. The introduction of the Justice League, or, like, the other characters, I mean, I don't hate it, but I'm not, like... It didn't do the thing to me that, you know, like, Marvel stingers do, you know? Like, mm-hmm. where Nick Fury shows up about the Avenger Initiative, or, you know, where you see little glimpses of other characters, you know? I don't... I I didn't get that with this. Sure. There's Aquaman, he blows a bubble at a thing, and <laughs> there's the Flash. The, who's and, not the same guy as the series Flash. Right. The Flash thing pisses me off too yes that's you're just you're not even because you're not even staying consistent within your own universe no and well that's the thing because i mean green arrow is not going to be the same guy when they introduce green arrow cinematically and it's it's kind of a shame um and the, the reason was that they said that the tv actor doesn't fit the tone and i'm just like so you got ezra miller like another deadly serious actor it's just like stop stop like, I, that just it just blows all your chances of actually. I'm not saying Marvel does everything perfectly. I don't really care about things like Agents of Shield. I've watched little it, bits of it. it. Still fits into the universe, right? But it makes sense, and it's really cool that they're doing it because right. it's like a comic book universe, yeah. and you have to have this big web of things, right? And you know, you you keep the movies to the point, you keep them focused enough to where it's not going to confuse people. But if you did. If you are one of those people that watched everything, it's all going to coalesce and make sense. Well, and it's also one of those things I don't understand. The Flash and Arrow are both kind of insanely successful. Yeah. I I don't watch them myself, but I know plenty of people who do and that love it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, why the fuck would you not capitalize on that? Right. You know, why complicate it? Why try to, you know, it's just like, just keep, you know, trying to bang the drum of being different. And it's just... Mm -hmm. It's going to blow up in your face, you know? Um, so, yeah, everything so far, I'm just, uh, I'm not into. I'm not into it. I'm not, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just not feeling it, you know? Um, I don't know if we're, we would naturally get to this or not, but I feel like I do need to mention the use of slow motion in this movie is, especially at the end with the funeral scene, is heinous. The when they're firing the cannons and the shell casing takes yeah. five minutes to hit the ground, yeah. it is like Zack Snyder doesn't know how to make a movie, or his editors don't know how to make a movie. No, that's him. I mean, as a team, they don't know how to make movies. I mean, no. But it's like, in as much as I felt like the Hateful Eight was Quentin Tarantino's same old bag of tricks, mm-hmm. I definitely feel that way about this movie. Like, I feel like. It is the same bag of tricks, right? You know that Zack Snyder has been employing his entire career thus far, and it's just like, you know, somebody was like, "Oh, well, you know, 
I forgot who I was talking to, but somebody was like, oh, well, I like how they, you know, or I guess it makes sense that they, you know, showed his Batman's backstory in the opening credits, the slow motion and the death of the parents. I said, you realize that they did the exact same thing in Watchmen. Yeah. Like that entire opening is just slow motion. And I loved it in Watchmen. I thought mm-hmm. like that was cool. Yeah. It's not cool here. Yeah. It's just not. Like it just hey, doesn't work. We we know, know the story. We know we Batman's know. story. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. I don't need to see. I mean, somebody said it very early on when the first trailer came out. They're like, how many times do you have to watch Bruce's parents die? <laughs> and it's just like, it's it's up there in the teens at this point. It kind of is, yeah. And it's just... Slow-mo pearl grab. Yeah. Yes, extremely necessary. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It, it's kind of a... Kind of a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that we need to really say anything else at this point. I'm just... I'm disappointed. I mean, I didn't want it to be bad. You know, you don't want a movie to be bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of expected that it would be what it was. And we were right. I mean, but so are a lot of people. That's not like gloating. That's just like, oh, it sucks that we were right. Right. You know, I wanted a good superhero movie. And there, there, like we were saying earlier, there was some good things. There are kernels of a good movie in there. Oh, a lot of the Batman stuff was good. A yeah. lot of the Ben Affleck stuff was good. A lot of the Wonder Woman stuff was neat. I did notice there were like four hero shots of Wonder Woman. Just yeah. the zoom in on her standing in her battle stance yeah. and i was after the second time i was like i get it we know she's a hero <laughs> she's a hero yeah um doomsday looked just as bad i mean if not worse mm-hmm. you know yeah, just seeing it was that weird. big it was yeah well enough of that shit yeah uh and uh, i guess we should move on to other dc frustrating news more levity more levity well so Suicide Squad, we're gonna watch one of the trailers later, but apparently this just really chaps my ass. Jared Leto in in his you know, preparation for the Joker or in like during filming, like would send weird shit to the cast. Mm-hmm. He sent like pig carcasses and like used condoms and anal beads and shit like that. And he you know and and explaining it by like, oh, the Joker's really dark, and I'm just like, you have completely missed the fucking point. It, like that though, I mean, like no, and that's the that's the point. No, not like that. Yeah, if you can show me the comic or the cartoon or the movie where Joker sends someone anal beads and pig carcasses, that's great. Maybe his iteration of the you know, but I don't care about that. ICP. So yeah. Exactly. It's Joker. Like, it's like he's trying to explain, you know, trying to say he's taking it in this new and dark direction. It's like, you're not, though. It's you're... like if you combine the Joker with Michael Scott or something. <laughs> or more, accu- more accurately, Brent from the, orig- the British office. Okay. Or like Robert California, maybe. Yeah, um. yeah. Any, <laughs> any boss from the office will do. Jim Carrey's short little... Oh, I'm going to take that. my vacation to the Finger Islands. Yeah. That guy. Um, deep cuts. Deep cuts. <laughs> um, I just think that he's really missing the fucking point, and that mm-hmm. what he did is actually kind of heinous and disgusting. Right. <laughs> and borders on some sort of harassment. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Is that it, it doesn't sound like the Joker. It just sounds like an idiot. Yeah. Like your idiot coworker who, who's like, you know, what'd be funny. Use condoms. Right. <laughs> like, Look at the blood. <laughs> Cameron just made the best Silence of the Lambs reference ever. <laughs> Holy shit! You got me, bud. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> Multiple Migs. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> the amount of times on this podcast that we have made just talked about that scene specifically. Just that one. It's that one. <laughs> that one in the scene where she goes to his house. That's the only thing we talk about. Fat <laughs> person. Yes, sir. She was a big girl. Oh man, that was so good. 
Man, fuck Jerry Leto. I don't even want to talk about that anymore. That shit was too good. Damn. He's just such a piece of shit. <laughs> I just don't think he's... I, I'm just so tired of, like... I feel like he's a really talented and intelligent person, but I feel I like his... True. Well, I just... Going from his reputation. What is that? Okay. Explain to me the reputation. Okay, well, Jerry now that I'm getting down to it, maybe it is a little bullshitty, but I was just yeah. thinking Dallas Buyers Club. And he was a piece of shit during... All of the promotion for that. Okay. And just kind of like, you know, and just kind of an asshole. And just, uh, okay, you did one thing good. Mm-hmm. You were in Fight Club. I don't care. You had a... He, well, that's the thing about Fight Club is it's kind of like the uh, John Travolta performance in Pulp Fiction. Like, I still don't like John Travolta, but I feel like in that movie he just played himself in it and it worked for the movie. Yeah. And... um I feel like Jared Leto in Fight Club was you just... You know what we need to remember about Jared Leto? What? He was in uh, Urban Legend. Oh. The, I barely remember the, that the movie. The mid-90s yeah. slasher fair. And also in 30 Seconds to Mars, which is not a very good band. He can... Jared Leto can... They're almost them. as good as uh, Space Dog. I don't even What's know What's Keanu that is. Reeves' is band? That what is it? Something Rocket Dog or Space Dog or something. You know what Russell Crowe's band's name is? <laughs> Fighting. Fighting around the world. No. 30 odd foot of grunt. <laughs> it all makes sense. It does it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of Jared Leto. This, again, like, I feel like if, if, if they go with Joker as the main villain for the Batman movie, mm-hmm. I'm out. I mean, it's going to come down to I'll wait and see, but my hopes are extremely low at this point. I'm just. Like I was, I was kind of more on board with the Joker after seeing the trailers. Yeah. But now knowing this, I'm like, you're just such a scumbag. Yeah. <sighs> Next news: mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spiderman. Spooderman. Mm-hmm. Irving Spooderman. <laughs> Spooderman and Spooderman. Attorneys <laughs> at Spooder. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a new subtitle. Okay. Spider-Man: Homecoming. I like that. Could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think it refers to the the story arc homecoming because that involves the symbiote costume and Craven and other shit. Okay. I don't think they're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably refers to high school homecoming because everything is high school level now. Yeah. And in, in this and which is fine. I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah, yeah. And he actually looks like a high schooler, not Toby McGuire trying to be a high schooler. Um. But the big news with this is that they're currently in talks with Michael Keaton to play the villain. I think I heard about this as somebody specific. Well, Vulture, I think or? yeah, I think that's the rumor is Vulture, but I hope not. I don't think Michael so, Keaton would make a very good Vulture. It'd be weird. I think he's a, he's, a, he's a pretty good bird. Um, Man. so the whole whatever Dirty Dozen Fantastic Five or whatever uh, Sinister villain, Six? Yeah, yeah. yeah that that got anymore, scrapped. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, as of right now, I mean, they could decide to do it with this new batch of, of villains. But not a Fox movie with Garfield guy. Sony. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. No. It would no longer be an Andrew Garfield vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's Tom Holland, the new guy. So, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't think they'll do this, but I think that um, Keaton would make a really good Norman Osborn. The, the older? Green, yeah, the green Yeah, guy, I yeah. could see that. I yeah. mean, it's Michael Keaton. No, his I could... son, the high school age one. You dink. That's what I was thinking. I was confused for a second. <laughs> Is Harry the younger one? Harry's the younger okay. one. Okay. Honestly, I could see him as the vulture or... Uh, well, I, I almost said the Green Lantern, but <laughs> oh, wow. uh, Green Goblin. I'm in a bad I, way right I now. I know. I think he would make a good Green Goblin. I don't think it would be good for this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they'd have to build it up for two or three from now. But just setting him up as Norman Osborn, I think, would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the Vulture though. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know who else he would play. Right. The Rhino. Mysterio Rhino. We get him in a fucking. Skin tight rhino costume, <laughs> scorpion, shocker. Any there of the was low a grade Spider-Man villain called Shocker. Yeah, 
he was a quilt. He was essentially a quilt. <laughs> he had like patchwork out of and shit. Wait, I thought what's the, what's the guy's name with the lightning bolt mask? Yeah, Electro. Oh, so there was a shocker and an Electro. Yeah. Okay, that's too much electricity. It was he shocker <laughs> kind of used like electricity, Confirmed. but also like kinetics. It was weird. Um, Mysterio, he might be a good Mysterio. Yeah. Which we haven't had fucking Mysterio. Yeah, I mean, you don't even need a face to play Mysterio. No, you just need a fishbowl. Yep. On your big fucking head. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think they need to write a script to the the Spider-Man game that came out in like 97. Did you ever play that? Was it based on the animated series or? It seemed like it. It was very similar. Oh my god, it was for the PlayStation. And the N64. And the final boss was Octo Carnage. It was... I don't know if I remember. Carnage had taken over Dr. Octopus. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. It had, like, all the villains you would yeah. want. Um, it didn't it have had the a, goblins. It didn't? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I, don't think I remember it had a really great there. Mysterio fight. When yeah. Mysterio's, like, huge and you're having to run around him. Yep. I just remember it being super, super playable. That game was super fun, fun as shit. Yeah. It wasn't sandbox yet. That didn't come until the right. the second film adaptation. Yeah. The first one was not sandbox. Yeah. Uh, but for part two, it was a completely open world game, which was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, Spider-Man has a pretty good history of games. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man and X-Men and Arcade's Revenge. There was a good one called Shattered Dimensions, where you played across like the different Spider-Man iterations. Mm-hmm. So like you were Ultimate Spider-Man and Spider-Man Noir... And uh, Spider-Man 2099. What, what system was this for? I don't even uh, know about PS3? this. PS3? Okay. Yeah. And actually, I think there may be a version for Wii. Mm-hmm. If you can find it, it's worth playing. Okay. Spe- the noir stuff was so fucking cool. I'll also check that out. Spider-Man Noir, you're kind of, it was kind of played like Arkham, like the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're kind of this detective Spider-Man. And uh, yeah, it was really fucking cool. Like, yeah. You had to be stealthy. And like uh, the vulture was this like all of all of Norman Osborn's lackeys were like circus freaks. Yeah. So the vulture was like a cannibal. Was it geek. set in like the 30s or 40s yeah. or something? Yeah. It, dude, it was so cool. This sounds awesome. Yeah, I always wish they would adapt that into a movie. They, yeah. They never will. or an animated one would be cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Vulture maybe. Um, Mysterio mm-hmm. or not? I really think. I think now, at this point in his career, he's perfect for Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, you know, to set that up for, for the next big thing. Because ultimately, too, I mean, if they decide to go in the... Ultimately, haha. Yeah. If they decide to go in the ultimate direction and mm-hmm. make him, like, a monster, because that's what the Green Goblin was. Right. He was, like, a fucking, like, you know, monster. Right. That, you wouldn't even, he wouldn't even have to play him. Yeah. You know, he could do, you know, Just like the, the voice. The of, voice, yeah. yeah. Um, and some mocap. Yeah, a little bit. Or at least the fa- facial, mm-hmm. uh, you know, capture. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Other news. They're remaking Jumanji, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know who they're going after for to the two leads? The kids? No, oh, they're. I think they're going in a much different direction. Okay. Uh, Dakota Fanning. Nope. Of course. Nope. And um, uh, Christopher Mintz Plass. Okay, if you were gonna guess two actors who are not kids, and not like young adults, like they're going in a really different direction. Julianne Moore. And uh. Uh, Chinua Edge of Four. No. I'll give you one more shot. That's a good think, guess. Though, right? think, maybe think <laughs> think action okay. and comedy. Two actors. Uh, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. No. Kevin Hart and Kevin James. No. Damn it. And The Rock. The Jumanji movie. <laughs> I just don't understand anymore. <laughs> I don't get it. That's weird. Right? Yeah. Kevin Hart. It makes sense in the the climate, <laughs> you know? 
of it's very precedented this move but at the same time it's like uh what you know just kind of getting older and wondering what the world's coming to (laughs) i guess so this is kind of related to the next piece of news too Uh but i mean this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me i like the rock a lot but i just don't I don't understand how this can work. I would really love for someone to put Rock in a legit, like a really great movie. I'm not talking about Scorpion King 2. I mean, like, something something really legit. I think he was really legit in that. In Scorpion King? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Bye, Alicia. Okay. Um, The second... I mean, there's not really much more to say about that about Jumanji. I haven't I haven't seen the original Jumanji, so that needs to go on. I'm list. sorry, what? Yeah, I've seen you like attended school, didn't you? That was yeah. not one of the. It was, but we, I don't remember watching movies? it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't. I know we watched a piece of it, but it was a very small piece, and I, I remember nothing about. I don't it. know that I can actually do that one as a, you haven't seen that, just because I don't know that I'm, as a human being, allowed to ever see it again. Because I've seen it a billion fucking times. Oh, okay. I've probably seen it more than any other movie. Interesting. And I hate that. Yeah. Um, Like, just... You keep putting it on, and you're like, ah! No, in school, man. Oh, interesting. Seems like we watched it every day for, like, three years. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't learn shit in school. <laughs> I guess. Molecules. Nope. Nope. Jumanji. Jungle yep. board game. Yep. What is the year? See, that doesn't even make sense to you. Nope. But it does to me. Yep. Anyway, along with that news, they have officially, officially, officially announced Men in Black 23, which is the Men in Black 21 Jump Street crossover movie. Okay. <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts? I just think that what they did in the eighties of high concept stuff really worked, you know? Mm-hmm. Like uh I mean some of that stuff, you know, either crossover mashup, you know, just weird ideas, it worked. This is the kind of high concept that doesn't work okay. for me. I don't want to see Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill battling aliens. No, I don't care. And and Will Smith and somebody else. Well, I don't even think that it's that they're going to use those two characters. Really? Yeah, which also doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Because they were like, I'm pretty sure the press release or whatever they have said about the movie is that Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill team up with two new agents, and it's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, uh, no. At least team them up with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, it's weird. So, I I just can't. This just sounds like a nightmare mess. Were there any... See, I was kind of intrigued by the Hangover 3 Bridesmaids 2 idea. Even oh, were they supposed to? That was... It was a rumor. You know? Okay. Were there any kind of mashup things you've heard about or you've thought of that you think might actually work? Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> Freddy versus yeah. Jason versus Ash would have been an awesome movie. Sure. Um. Hmm. Batman versus Superman versus the American public. <laughs> the public is winning. Well, I think we lost. I think nobody wins. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um. Huh. That's a good question. Do you have any? Like Nothing I can think of offhand. Head? No. Man, that's going to come to me later on, and I'm going to be like, God, fuck. If you could somehow combine, I mean, obviously, it's for me, but Pacific Rim and Godzilla. If you got Godzilla, let's put it this way. If you got Godzilla in a good monster movie. Yeah. As opposed to what we got. Yeah. I could dig it. Can you dig it? I can dig it. Can you dig it? (laughs) Um... Yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. I'm trying to like, I can't. Off the top Maybe you'll think of one by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I won't be able to concentrate. <laughs> um, here's another bit of news and things that nobody wants. Mm-hmm. James Cameron announced that he's doing 
four Avatar sequels. I don't care. Like, that's really the end of the news. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about did he Avatar. Did he pitch it by writing Avatar and then an S and then and making then it a money, money sign? sign? I hope so. Avatars. The more I think about it, the more I just don't like... Even James Cameron's best movies are still good B-movies. I feel like even Terminator 2 and Aliens are still just really good B-movies. Really? Do you agree? No, I think they're kind of... I think Terminator 2 is a masterpiece. I think... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a really good B-movie. It's all very... As opposed to high concept, it's all very low concept. It's got a lot of... A lot of cliches that work, but still cliches. Okay, I can see that. And um, Aliens is kind of, this, I feel like he made a good movie, but still he took everything that was good about the first one and chat on it. You know, <laughs> He took the, the scary aspect The suspense, of the, um, the intellectual part of it. Well, he did the same thing with Terminator as well. I mean, Terminator, the first movie is more of a slasher movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the first Alien is a haunted house movie. You know, I right. mean, it's 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 a yeah. I mean, it he he's good at taking things and making them. He's good at amalgamating a bunch of, like I said, a bunch of cliches and just making a quote unquote good movie. But, but that's I just what didn't I work don't... about Avatar. I think for me, I I was over that because Avatar just plays like yeah, it's got a, it's rips off a bunch of different stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a hard time, but Sorry, we're gonna make yeah. it. Keeping keeping awake. Um, yeah. but I just feel like yeah, this is. I didn't like the first one. I still haven't seen it. I have no plans to. Well, and it's just been. Yeah. So long. It's gonna be a decade. By the time the second one comes out. Yeah. And then there's gonna be, four more. Yeah. Really. And Disney's doing an Avatar Land. That's weird. Yeah, dude. Sigourney Weaver going to be in every single sequel. But no guns. <laughs> no no guns. guns, please. I don't know, man. I'm just not into it. I just think yep. he's I think he's lost his edge. But I think he did that a long time ago. So. Right. Uh, yeah, I got a couple more things I don't know that are worth talking about anymore. <laughs> That's, okay, bye. <laughs> See ya. That's just how. That's okay. That's okay. Let's watch some trailers. Okay. I'm for it. Then come back. Yep. All right. We're going to watch some trailers and then come back. And we're back. What a ride. What a fucking ride. It always is. Let's kick it off. Especially after two or three weeks. Yeah. Rogue One. Rogue One looks pretty promising. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Looks very much in line with the new movie. And whatever complaints I had about the new movie style wasn't one of them sure. at all. Yeah. The look and the the mood and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's pretty exciting. Um yeah, man. I like I don't know, I like it. This one seems a little more rugged, a little more down and dirty. Yeah. Which I dig. Um, Stakes uh, seem a little higher. Well, because obviously we, you know it's in the middle of. But everything. we also know how it ends. Sure. Because we know that they succeed. That many, <laughs> that many brave soldiers die, getting the plans. Right. Or um, something. Yeah. So, uh, I also don't want it to connect to Force Awakens in any way. Like, I don't want, like, her to be, you know, Ray's mom or some bullshit Oh, like that. dude. I, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but I, I'm i at the point where just inter, too much interconnectivity in universes just really annoys the hell out of me. All right, like, we talked about that you need, like, a web of, of like, strands that connect for a universe to be successful but everything doesn't have to be directly connected right and people don't have to be related by blood right (laughs) for them to be in the same story yeah you know Uh, so yeah if there's a bunch of weird connections with the force awakens that feel forced awakens um (sighs) then uh i'm gonna be turned off yeah big time um but otherwise i really like it i mean Mm -hmm. 
Ben Mendelsohn is a great actor, and he seems to be playing the villain, so I'm mm-hmm. pretty stoked on that. Are we seeing Wedge? No. Okay. Cause, is he involved? Well, I mean, Wedge is Wedge. When I think Rogue One, I think Wedge. And the fact that he's never gotten... I mean, he's gotten a lot of attention in the expanded universe, but yeah. never... I don't know. I don't know that he's a part of it. Yeah. Bill Organa is. They recast her. That's kind of... Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grand... Was that Grand Marf? Uh, Moff? I don't Grand Marf? It, uh, no. Party on Marf. In the white... Yeah, yeah, no, like that's, the, that's the Ben Mendelsohn. I, okay. I don't think he's playing. I think he is a moth or, or like a he's a moth of some grandness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty into it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, second one, Suicide Squad. The, mm-hmm. the third trailer, second trailer. I liked this one the best so okay. far. Okay. And it does almost seem rebrandy in a way, especially the end, like the that humor sting at the end. Well. I'm talking about visually the the font uh-huh. and the the like splash background or whatever. Yeah, that felt new and like they're kind of trying to make it a little. And I mean, this is all said in in the knowledge that they've you know well publicized knowledge that they've reshot stuff to make it funnier, right? Or lighthearted, more lighthearted. So I may be just thinking of it because of that, but it seems a little more on the zany side now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they just cut that trailer just to make it seem that way, or mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Um, they do a weird thing in the trailer where about halfway through, the Joker's laugh is heard, and, the, and it, they all seem to be reacting to, to it as if he's going to be one of the villains of the film, and I don't think that that's the case at all. Right, right. Um, yeah, it does so kind of seem... strange. I, at that moment, I was getting the vibe that he was a well-known mob boss. Right. You know? Um... Yeah, but you know, like Harley says, oh, that can't be good, and I don't think yeah. that she's that any of them are actually reacting to the Joker. That, that's lab. connected at all, right? Um, I mean, there's a lot more Joker stuff. There's a lot more Harley stuff in this trailer. Yeah. There's actually a lot more Batman stuff, which was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. You never see him. You just see, oh, it's Batman. Yeah, you know, which um, I like. Yeah, I like that too. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'll. I, I'm still gonna see it. You know, mm-hmm. like I. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything really. But even with Jared Leto's shittiness, I don't think that there's anything that's gonna keep me from seeing it at this point. This was definitely the one where I was like, I can finally see myself seeing it. Like I could finally right. imagine getting motivated to go see. Sure. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I'm kind of totally into this. I'm a muggle. I don't know what else to say. I'm very disconnected from the entire Harry Potter universe. Really? So it does look like a pretty solid movie. Yeah. And it looks like it escapes a lot of the parts of Harry Potter, at least the movies, that turn me off, which is just kind of the kiddiness. Okay. Um, Have you watched them? I've seen, like, three of them. Like, one... Was it the I've first seen the three? the first one. I've seen one in the middle somewhere. And I've seen, well, I've seen the very last one, the part seven, part two, or whatever. And I'm most of the, I've seen some of them. Okay. Is the answer to the question, and not just the first ones. That'd be a fun retrospective. I don't know if I can handle it. I would love to get you to sit through. Oh my gosh! Because I, I don't. I I find that to like the the idea of kiddiness. Like I think that that's. I, I've never thought that about it. Uh, Maybe the first, like, two. I think, again, a lot of it, and I've said this before, but words like Hufflepuff, it's a huge turnoff <laughs> for me. You know about the stupid, ridiculous language in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, but Hufflepuff, like, if if it's just a language that sounds like it could be another language, like Elven or whatever, that's one thing. But once you use a word like Muggle, Hufflepuff, <laughs> just all the silly Dobby. Have you seen you know, Star Wars? Yeah, but it, for some reason it doesn't do the same thing. All I don't right. know. All right. Grand Moff Tarkington. <laughs> he played for the Vikings. Uh, <laughs> that's a really fucking deep cut joke. It's funny, but I don't know what you're referring to. Fran Tarkington played for the Vikings. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. You're hitting that that narrow cross-section of, of Vikings fans and Star Wars fans. <laughs> I'm one of those, if you can guess which one. They're there. Um, 
TMNT 2 Out of the Shadows. <laughs> Man. I There's just so... I'm very conflicted. Um, the CG looks like doo-doo. Which is bad. It's it, bad, but... I don't know, man. The I'm, tone... I mean, go ahead. It just... I really hated the first one. Mm-hmm. And it, this may just be because Bebop and Rocksteady are in it. And they're my favorite fucking characters. But I still want to see it. Like, I'm still... Krang's gonna be in it. Here's the... the re- Technodrome is in it. Yeah, Flying Technodrome, I guess. The, here's the part that I re- is uber ridiculous that I appreciate. Everybody else looks modern, but human Bebop and Rocksteady are dressed like villains from the 80s cartoon with the glasses and everything. I'm like, it's funny that you would choose. I mean, I love that you chose to do that, but it's it's just ridiculous that they did. It's it's bizarre. Um, I love that that Bebop goes, uh, I'm a little piggy. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, I don't, some of the stupidity of it is appealing to me in a way. Right. The stupidity that is not appealing to me is the involvement of Megan Fox in general. Well. And, of course, you know, just the gratuitous shot. You know, just schoolgirl looking. Yeah, just that like, was weird. It's the same thing with Suicide Squad. Just like... The sexualization of it. It's just odd. stupid. Yeah. And, um, again, we've talked about... Bless you. We're talking about how we're creeped out that Mike is into April, and it's, yeah. it's just kind of. And now off-putting. they're going to be human, which is weird. They're going to turn. It's, are you? It's um. They're going to turn them into humans with purple ooze instead of green ooze. Right. I do like that they can't, use the word ooze though. Right, because if you had blue or red or black ooze, I feel like green and purple are the only. Those were like the alternate ketchup curl, uh, colors in the late nineties. Right. Do you remember that? Yep. <laughs> the nineties were a lawless wasteland <laughs> <laughs> of extreme, yeah. extreme ketchup colors. <laughs> I can't even take credit for that, but I, I I saw that it was a meme, but it was that purple ketchup, and yeah. it just said the nineties were a lawless wasteland. And I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life. It's true, though. <laughs> it really Guys, is. if you didn't live through it or you were born post-95, you don't know. You don't know what a lawless <laughs> fucking wasteland it was. We had a television show about dinosaurs that lived in a house. <laughs> Roseanne, but what dinosaurs? That's exactly what it was, guys. You don't even know. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, anyway. I had to toy. Huh? I didn't watch the show, but I had the Happy Meal toy. Everybody that's... did. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like that's one we'll probably end up going to see together. Yeah, I feel like I'm probably going to see it, even though I know I'm probably going to be disappointed. Yeah. It seems like more of the same. Right. And I liked the first one a little bit better than you did, but not by a whole lot. Well, I so... feel like I'm probably going to like this one more than you are. Okay. And I, I keep I keep saying it's probably just because of Bebop and Rock City. I also think they should have used a different mask for Casey Jones. Yeah, and uh, I don't know why it's it's again just having seen the first movie, but the fact that he looks like they're immediately attracted to each other, and that he looks like Sam Worthington or something, it just it's, it's off. The guy who plays Arrow, so it's it, he just he's. I wanted him to be, you know, like the action figure or the movie character. Right. Where he's a little shaggier and rough around the edges. You yeah. Know? He is a guy that goes around beating people up with a hockey stick. He shouldn't be super handsome. Right. He should have a fucking wicked scat up face. Yeah. <laughs> just, he should just be abhorrent in all ways. He's got, he's missing teeth. He's a real fucking hockey goon. Or he's just from Winnipeg. <laughs> he's just a real fucking head smash. Yeah. A monster calls. What do you think of that? Is that the first time you've seen that? Anything about uh, that? I've lost track. Which one was that? That was the one with the tree monster. Oh, yeah. Liam I didn't even... Mason that didn't leave voice. an impression on me, because I was like, what is... I don't even know what's happening. You <laughs> brought a tree to life. It's Liam Neeson, but very gravelly. <laughs> it just didn't... He's using the Batman voice changer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like it. But the director, who actually, interestingly enough, just today was announced to be directing the Jurassic World sequel. Mm-hmm. Um... He did a movie called The Orphanage, which I love a lot. Um, Is that... Not The Orphan. The Orphanage. Okay. Spanish language. 
horror movie. I thought that was a Del Toro movie. It was produced by Del Toro. Oh, okay. Gotcha. There is a distinction. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Michael Bay, produced by Michael Bay. Right. Big difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it. I mean, I like... But that's the kind of thing that appeals to me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know. I just didn't quite understand what the movie was about. That's probably... It just didn't... Well, read a fucking book. <laughs> I guess. Wow. It's actually based on a book. I okay. I didn't say that to make you want to read the book. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Anyway, visually, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like Liam Neeson as a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's about a boy and his terminally ill mother, and they, you know, they're monster. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Um, let's see. what. Oh, the last one. Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. Immediately weirded out by Tilda Swinton. As a bald... As a, what seemed to be a kung fu master, but a white kung fu lady master. Yeah, I mean, that's... Obviously, much like the Ghost in the Shell thing right now, that's the controversy is that Tilda Swinton is playing an Asian character who is a white woman. Uh, yeah. Um, not that she, not that the problem is that she's a woman, it's that, that she is a white person. Right. I uh, I don't know... I know almost nothing about Doctor Strange. I know enough, um, and I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean the character is not a, a woman, <laughs> or it's not a it's not a white person. Yeah. Um, How hard actually, is it? I don't think it, that the ancient one is a woman either. I, not that I think that it, that part matters again. Um, but yeah, I think that it's a little silly that it's not an, an Asian person at all. And right I mean, now, it just seems like we're all being punked. Like we're kind of at well, the point, especially in the last year, uh, with some of the casting that's gone gone on and the increased awareness of it it does seem like the whole thing is a, a weird practical joke where they're like no guys we really can't find non-white people to do this well the thing so the thing that uh max landis who's very outspoken and the director the son of director john landis and he's a writer and director in his own right um said that he came out of the video addressing the ghost of the shell controversy and said that it has to Nothing or has very little to do with the studio and the the cast and crew and everything, and has more to do with fear. In as much as like, there are only so many actors that can actually get a movie made, mm-hmm. and you know that there are like ten male, two of which are black, and like five females, and one of them is Scarlett Johansson. I say right. all that to say, I, I don't know. I mean, I, at first I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing, but I still don't know that that's enough of a excuse or or nothing of of a like an explanation i mean for not for tilda swinton's not part for not no because not for she's that part. It's not I mean, like a main character right um well even i mean she well i guess she is kind of a main character but i mean even in as much as i mean she's not doctor strange that's what i'm saying yeah so like as a supporting main character it's still just kind of like come on mm-hmm. you know there's no reason i mean this is silly right um it plays a lot like a very standard Marvel trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, I think. Um, I like Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent voice. I yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it was it was interesting because it it didn't just it didn't feel like a weird. And this is the first time we're that I anyway am hearing him do an American accent, yeah. and I don't hate it. No, so. Um, I think uh, they don't really show very much of him, but. Uh, Mass Mickelson is the bad guy in the movie, and they haven't really said who he is yet. Mm-hmm. There's ideas that he might be Dormammu or Nightmare, or one of the other villains in the universe. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor is, uh, I know, your bud. <laughs> um, he's in it um, as Baron Mordor, or Mordo, um, who is a villain in the comic books, but he kind of seems like a protege of Doctor Strange in this, mm-hmm. so... Uh, Rachel McAdams is in it for a flash. Yeah. Um, it looks very Nolan inspired because it all, it kind of looks like Batman Begins in some or, parts. Or, I mean, Inception and obviously others. it looks like Inception. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, the, the thing that they're talking about right now is that, I mean, obviously, well, do, I don't know that you know this or not, but like Dr. Strange is magic. Like, I mean, that's all magic, you mm-hmm. know, like it's supposed to be this very, you know, kind of. That that's what he deals in, right? That, I didn't know that much that he was kind. Of, he wasn't a mutant. He right. was like a sorcerer or something. And yeah, and so the 
but the thing that Marvel has been trying to do is root their magic in science and, you know, like, they're trying to make it believable. I feel like we don't necessarily need that. I mean, mm-hmm. I would love a very, you know, kind of psychedelic, you know, Steve Ditko 70s uh, Marvel movie. Not that it has to take place in that time period, mm-hmm. but I would love to see that, like, palette, you know? Um, but I think, you know, they're trying to maybe talk about alternate dimensions and, and root it a little more in science. Sure. Um, which could still be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about execution, yeah. so they could pull that off in a way that's cool. Where Strange, or, you know, if that's him falling through the different New Yorks, mm-hmm. you know, when they're all folding in on each other or folding apart, I yeah. think that was really cool. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And that last shot of him walking up the stairs, I mean, I love that. With the cape and yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah. Because I love that costume. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous. It's yeah. so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I'm into that too. Pretty much everything we watched, I'll, I'll probably end up going to the theater to see. Yeah. I'm still... I mean, TMNT... Man. I just... My big hope for that movie... I think the one of the reasons I really want to see it is I hope that they pull the trigger on Baxter Stockman. I mean, it's Tyler Perry, but I hope that they turn him into a fly by the end of the movie. They somehow managed to make Splinter look disgusting. So if they could just really crank that up with with Baxter Stockman the fly, that would be incredible. Like, just a really disgusting human-sized fly. Yeah. I, I hope that they do. Um... I like that he's, they managed to make Splinter look disgusting. Well, you remember, he he looked, looks like a naked mole rat. Yeah, right, he looks right. gross. And he was like wet. Yeah. He's not good. No. Um, well, cool. Yep. That's that. Yep. We did it. Yep. Uh, we got a bunch of shit coming out. Mm-hmm. This will come out before our witch interview, which will also... They're probably within a day of each other. Um, the director of The Witch was a very fun interview. A nice guy. Good hair, good clothes. We talk about both. <laughs> um, and we have some new segments coming up, but we won't talk about those yet. But we're going to record one this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I kind of am. Yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> it is. The whole point of this segment is to be cautiously optimistic. Right. Um, yeah, man. I got a new podcast coming out. I yeah heard yep. little little whispers in the wind. Um, well, I guess we'll talk about that more when I get ready to launch it. Okay, which should be in the next few weeks. Sounds good. So for bigger show, this is Ben. I have been Mike D. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be more awake next time. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. We're gonna need a big show.